Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me okay? Hey, how you doing, man? Brian here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Doing okay. How about yourself? You're up uh, late at night at what, 11 o'clock, is it? You're 12 o'clock, right? Oh, 11, so you're only 13. Go, go ahead. Uh, well, um, let me just pull up my screen here. I can show you. Um, let me just see here. Okay. Okay, just give me a second here. Um, the markets, well, obviously, I'm just focusing. Can you see my screen okay? Okay, cool. Cool. I've got two bots underway. Uh, this one I've, I've been trading. Today's the 16th. Yesterday was not as strong as I would like it, but I have no control over that. But um, it did it, it did reach over a thousand dollars yesterday, but it whittled down to this to two eighty four. And I'll be talking. I, I noticed that you're signing up for tonight, but I'll be talking about more about this. But the thing about Bitcoin right now, it's been hovering sixteen thousand. I just checked like an hour ago. It's a 16,300 but yesterday it dropped back so like this time 24 hours ago this time the markets did quite well um they they were about uh over a thousand dollars like for, i'm talking about for the day if you traded a full bitcoin but then it dropped back because of the price drop and it dropped back to 284 for the day um but today today right now the overall profit from what I'm seeing is this 1100 so yeah but a few days ago it, it did make over um, yeah right here $5,800 in one day <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good that's a that's a very very good day but the thing is majority of the wins are with this is with Bitcoin and as I said, that's if you had one Bitcoin at sixteen grand, and that's all you 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 call it betting or trading. Uh, you you your return for the day would have been about fifty eight hundred bucks. So if you had one Ethereum and one Bitcoin, about seventeen thousand US, this this would have been your return for the day, right? And the thing is, I I have another bot here. I'm testing. I'm testing this for two weeks. This had an amazing like. Uh, 10 days ago, it got a 10%, about 11% return in one day. But lately, the, the it's mostly DeFi coins that are being traded, all these. And right now, um, it's not as strong as I'd want it to be. But the market's strong enough where you can make a little bit of money. Um, so I'm trying to find ways to limit the losses, which I just implemented yesterday. But you can see right here, um, it's, I mean, I'm betting, understand I'm betting $10 bets. That's the minimum with Binance. So it's only making $6.59, which is not a lot. But considering I'm, I'm more after the core trading, and this is the total return at, at about 0.22%. So even if you get a bot every day giving you 1% every day, uh, that's 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 a pretty strong return because if you were to bet the U.S. stock market, it's rare the market will ever give you a full one percent every day. 
So the goal is to try to achieve um, uh, 1% every day. But the thing is, um, well, the good thing is with uh, the overall alternative coins or DeFi coins, there's enough in the market uh, to keep the market moving because Saturday and Sunday were very weak days, not as strong as, let's say, a week ago. And the thing still made money. It didn't make money gobs of it, but it made money. It was still profitable. So I'm happy about that. I think yesterday, uh, two days ago, it did have a little bit of a loss here. Um, but uh, part of that is that when you get the bigger returns and you net out the losses that you still want, the the uh, the the profit for each day to net out for the week where it's profitable still. So um, as long as Bitcoin and Ethereum do well, the overall the whole thing will do well. So that's the markets now. Uh, Bitcoin's definitely moving. And even if Bitcoin does come off and it does another big move, the thing will still make quite a bit of money. So I'm pretty happy about that. That's it. So that's crypto, but I'm hoping to get into more mainstream stuff in a couple of months. So we'll see, <laughs> you know, but, but, um, you know, part of this is it's early days for me. I'm, I'm going to re-implement my signaling service as well. Um, and, and I'm not pushing it until I see solid profit because I don't like to bring people in, have them, you know, pay whatever, and they're not making money, so I don't really promote it. But I do think right now that there is a phase of um, upward movement in the crypto space for two reasons. Um, two reasons for, one is, uh, I think right now with the amount of debt happening in the U.S., uh, what I like this 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 bot I have here, um, that's in, in Bitcoin and Ethereum. That's in crack, you know, cracking the exchange. So that bot is meant for Americans, so that Americans can trade uh, with the signaling uh, with an exchange that 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 is supported for Americans. Because if you're with Binance out of Asia, um, they don't support Americans. So that's why I created this bot. Uh, for for the U.S. and um, I think what's happening right now with the national debt, with now Joe Biden, call him president elect. There's a lot of not a lot of clarity in the market, so that's why I think people are moving into crypto, especially um, Bitcoin, because I'm seeing a lot of. If I showed you the actual orders of the um, Binance, they're big orders. They're not small little tiny orders. They're like you know. Fifty thousand, a hundred thousand dollar orders, and and that's not retail traders. Those are institutional traders getting in into the futures market at a cheaper price uh, with Kraken versus the CME, which is very expensive. Just the margin requirements about fifteen thousand dollars to do a, a futures trade in the CME, but that's that's why. Yeah, well, yeah, that's why a lot of people are trading and cracking in the futures market because it's the only futures market that Americans have access to. So I'm seeing, I'm seeing like big orders, and um, it's to the benefit for who participate in in cracking on with Binance specifically because I mean, if I showed you the like overall wins, these these are really high. Like you're looking at eighty five plus percent win ratios for Bitcoin. 
Like here you got 80, 88%, 83%. Um, it can be 90, 95%. And it's because it's literally people are throwing money at Bitcoin and when the right the conditions right, it moves the price up. And it's, I won't say it's a guarantee, but I've never seen win ratios of 80 plus, 85% ever in anything. And a lot of people would be happy to have it if it's over 50, 55% win ratio. But to have it 80, 80, 80, 80 or 85%, it's, it's unheard of. So I, I don't know. But Bitcoin right now is doing well, for sure. And I think it's going to do well for a couple of, well, I'd say a couple, at least a month. And I'd say, I don't know if you follow the crypto space, but Ethereum 2 is coming out in first week of December. Like Vitalik Buterin just put out a, um, a future order, $4 million with a new um, blockchain, version 2 of Ethereum. So I think what's going to happen, you'll start to see a new huge wave of new DeFi projects come in to take advantage of Ethereum 2. Then you start to see Ethereum come back as well. And that will be for, who knows, two months, three months. Because when you look at um, this bot here, the, the, these are the coins that will move, I think, uh, based upon my other bot here, the little one. Like these these coins here, YFI, YFI, TRB, RUNE, Ave, Sushi, they're the, we'll call them quote-unquote mature DeFi coins, and these are the only coins moving outside of Bitcoin. You know what I mean? So, those, those, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. Minimum? It it, it can be, well, okay, it depends on what exchange. Like, if you're Binance here, uh, this is the Binance exchange. These are, like I said, these are tiny bots, so, or tiny, tiny trades. So these are all in USDT tether. So the minimum trade to participate in, in, a, in, a, in a trade is 10 tether, which is 10 US dollars. So, so here, you can participate in Bitcoin and USDT for $10 equivalent. And with Kraken, these are all in fiat US dollar, real US dollar. It's the same, 10 bucks. So you can buy Bitcoin for, for like the equivalent of $10. Just a small, like a, call it a Satoshi. So you can still participate in as low as 10 bucks. Uh, yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah. 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 My, my kind of system, like I said, um, Right now, it's focused on crypto, and the reason I do crypto is because it's the number one performing asset class out there. Like, if you look at the performance of Ethereum, Bitcoin, and you look at the performance of the stock, like let's say the S&P 500, both Bitcoin and Ethereum blow the doors off of S&P 500. That's why I focus on on uh, crypto, yeah. And the thing is with crypto, um, let's say if I was to tell you, okay, well, Let's say you want to trade gold or or some metal or some 
energy commodity like oil in the futures market. Like you, you, you need at least four or five hundred dollars to make that trade happen because of the margin requirement, right? So um, that's why I like crypto because there's no such thing as a margin requirement. Also, with the exchanges themselves, they're a lot more transparent with the data, which gives me these kind of performance numbers because I cannot get access to the data at anywhere um, in uh, in the U.S. markets, the same as I would with the Asian market. That's why that's why I focus more on crypto because it's the number one performing asset class. It's also uh, gives you access to the to the asset class with virtually no no like margin requirement. You know what I mean? If you want to make a, a a a bet on oil, let you $150 contract in the in the mini contract, then you have to spend another two three hundred dollars you need for the margin requirement. You don't, as I said, you don't have that with crypto. And the other thing with crypto. You, like if I can still keep this going, I can add now leverage in as well. I can go up 50 times leverage with the crypto because these are in the futures market in Binance or, or Kraken. <coughs> so I have all the advantages and benefits you get with old school Forex trading. Plus, I don't have the major margin requirements. Plus, um, you can like anybody can start at 10 bucks. And the other thing I love about crypto, it's seven days a week, 24 hours a day. So it never closes. You know what I mean? So that gives you an extra 20. If you've got a winning bot, that gives you an extra right there, an extra 20% in return. Let's say if that same bot performs throughout the whole year compared to another bot that only performs Monday to Friday. But here you get Saturday and Sunday as well. Plus holidays. It never shuts down. That's why I like crypto a lot. So, um, yeah, I, I went through your answers here. A lot of them I like. Um, you know, I, I like the attitude of, like, giving back to others. That's that's, that's really admirable. Um, now, I'm not sure. Like, here you, you asked about um, writing an arbitrage system. Now, that's for uh, – Standard markets, like let's say, like the U.S., like any stock exchange or stock exchange, and 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 use it on like a correlation kind of analysis, as you mentioned here. Is that correct? Okay. Um. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I hear you. Um, now, I've tried shorting before, and shorting, I will tell you, it's hard to, like, like here's the thing. Like, I've got two bots I'm managing right now. That's enough. That's enough to watch, right? Even if you automate it or not, because you still have to watch for potential bugs and losses and sort of. So you can only put so much attention into something. Here, um, when you, when it comes to arbitrage, and I have nothing personally against arbitrage, but I'll tell you from my own experience, longing is easy, but to mentally do the mental gymnastics to do shorting um, can be tough. And 
and I know it can an arbitrage system can typically outperform a standard long only system, but um, for me, I, I I've I always like I have the capabilities to short in crypto, but I, right now I just focus on long. And from what I've seen from a lot of um, family offices, a lot of higher performing uh, family offices will not do shorting at all. They just focus long only because it's just. I think from 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 that perspective, it's just even from my, it's just much easier to manage than shorting. I mean, I'm just not telling you what to do, right? But just from experience, I'm just saying that shorting can be really nerve wracking, especially you get start to get things like short squeezes that you may not see. Like you look at Robinhood, the traders there, they don't know how to trade. A lot of them will short because they think it's cool. Like literally, that's the reason. Then along comes some big bigger trader, a whale trader. Pulls a maybe maybe they can manipulate the asset they're trying to short, get a short squeeze in there, and they're now losing a ton of money. So these are scenarios that can happen that may not happen. Um, I don't know if it can happen in crypto. It could happen for sure in a smaller coin, but some of the bigger coins like Bitcoin or Ethereum that are trading billions of dollars per day, those are hard to manipulate. But you can still get whale traders that can sort of influence the price. So if you're shorting something. And then along comes a whale trader, they can easily knock you out. <coughs> or what could happen is if you're shorting and they'll fake the price, they'll do what they call a uh, spoofing. And what they'll do is they'll, they, they can, can somehow manipulate the price or at least impact with market price. And what they'll do is they'll put a, a large order in, right? And then they'll say, okay, I'm now moved the price. They'll cancel the order. And they'll do it again, and they'll do it again, maybe three, four times. You don't know how many times. And the thing is, you get little algorithms like little guys like, I don't know how big you could be, but little guys like me, let's say, following those price price action. Along comes a, a big order, and my algo goes in, trades it. Then the price drops. So it doesn't do exactly what you want it to do. Okay? And that's because these whale traders are able to go in and spoof the market, cancel large orders. And then throw off the automation of other algos or whatever trading those 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 price lines, and uh, it can happen quite a lot. I've seen it quite a bit, especially in these smaller these smaller coins like the ones I just mentioned here. So you have to watch those, and that can happen in any asset class really. Won't happen in in um, forex, but retail forex is another monster. I don't think I'd want to, to be honest, touch. Because <laughs> it's not the it's not the real estate traders are bad. It's the broker, and especially the broker can do a lot of bad things. They're not regulated. Even if they're regulated, it's hard to prove. Take it to court. Da 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 da, and they get away with a lot. So forex brokers, I know a lot of people lose money not because they're bad traders. It's because that the um, that the brokers are bad. They're corrupt, and they'll go out of their way to really knock out uh, good traders. And uh, they don't really care about that because they're making money on all kinds of things, not just commission fees. So, I don't know. That's all I can tell you about that. But overall, with shorting, yeah, you have to be a little careful. Um, but again, um, I'm only basing on my own experience. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so, how, like, are you are you a software developer at all?
Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, XM's one of the, yeah. Okay. You know, 10 months and how, what happened from there? Right. Before, yeah, that's tip, that's typical. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's per day. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, was that was that algorithm just specifically designed for USD Japanese yen, or was it uh, could it be applied to any pair? Do you know? Yeah. And what would, so what was the typical leverage you, you were putting it up to like 10 or 20?
you know, a quarter percent return is pretty good, but you don't know what your leverage was at all. <clears throat> so yeah, it was pretty high. That's that's yeah, that's the danger. Yeah, it's the danger of uh, of um, forex because of the leverage. Well, I mean, all you had, all you would go ahead, go ahead. Right, well, that, yeah, yeah, so that's the thing inside, if you're watching, like here, like this type of th thing right here, these are different coins, right, so I'm able to gauge, like each coin has a different story, you know what I mean, but the problem with each coin, it's, it has a story, it has a trend, it has a certain amount of time where it'll perform really well, and then it won't. And that's, especially with, with Forex, there's a reason why you'll have that period of time where the U.S. Jap US Japanese yen's moving up like that. And then it comes to a point where it stops. So if you understand those movements and why, you could probably make a hell lot of money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I don't think you need to be, but if you put the time in to understand things like calendar events, on why certain prices move between two two currencies, and usually it's going to be economic or fundamental or some kind of trading pact. That's why the, those two currencies move like that. And over time, there's going to be a story that will start to break down. But there's going to be another story that will drive up the same type of relationship in another currency or a currency pair. That's the thing. So that's that's the whole point of what I'm trying to do right now. Is um, I don't use MetaTrader five of I don't use MetaTrader at all. I mean I like the platform. I just don't like the brokers that are associated with it. But um, I'm using a product called MotiveWave, and um, in it it has these things like harmonic scans. So um, I'm using Oanda just the data, and what I do every day. I try, or even every couple of hours, I try to put in um, all the available currency pairs. I also use CFDs. And what I do is I'll run it, the, the harmonic scan, and it gives me a score. Like I've got videos on it um, where it gives a score of excellent or very good. And in there, um, usually the ones that, and I just focus on long only. I don't go after the short because once you add short, it's just going to confuse your analysis, right? So you weed out the shorts and you focus on the long. And every time you look at the longs, typically there's a story or a reason why that currency pair or, or CFD is a long and, and with an excellent score. And usually knowing that, um, you could probably find a system to automate with. And, and every, 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 commodity gold will have its story silver will have its story oil will have its story and if you kind of understand that you can do very well in both commodity and and currencies uh really well and and one of the things is just just analyzing the 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 harmonic scans and just seeing what's longing and why and usually there is a story to it so once you and and, and the other thing i wanted to go to to mention there, in the world of capital, in in um, in, in uh, institutional trading, 
there's something always called hot capital flow. So in the U.S., or I'm sure globally, every single pension fund, every single ETF operator has a mandate to get a return. Like, like that's, that's their mandate. That's the reason why they exist. So what they, <laughs> what they have to do, <laughs> sorry, they have to uh, have a set of X amount of billions of dollars that they have to transfer from one asset to another. And what they do is they'll load up the capital onto one particular asset for a reason. So let's say on Friday when I looked at it, you know, we just had an election in the States. There's not a lot of clarity in the States. So the U.S. dollar is going down. So if you know that, that's a story right there that can impact maybe six to ten pairs. But you can break it down and say, okay, where's the hot capital going? Meaning, where are the longs going when you do these harmonic scans? And what I found was money's going into Sweden, money's partial money's going into Norway. And when you look back on it, you go, holy moly, uh, that would make sense. Why? Because Norway and Sweden are one of the very few countries now that have very good, clean balance sheets. And that's where these institutions are parking their money because of that, because it's safe, right? It's a defense trade. But you think, but you think you go, oh, well, maybe it should go into Japan or maybe it should go into Swiss franc because that's the traditional safety havens. But when you look at the story of, of Japan, they got a lot of debt. So it's not looked upon as, as, as favorably as a Sweden or a Norway. Same with Switzerland. And that's just one trade right there, knowing that. Another trade is, okay, you have the story of gold and silver which one outperforms. So if you looked at those scans on Friday, most of the scans on in silver will show shorts, but there's other currents or other gold in certain currencies that are performing well when you look at the long. So when you look at, let's say gold in Swiss franc, that's that looks good. Why? Because gold the, 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 the country has the highest number of storage of gold, private storage in the world, is Switzerland, right? So knowing that, that's a, that's a story right there. So you know, maybe you go, okay, maybe if I buy, put gold, and just not, not in U.S. dollar, gold, not in Canadian dollar, not in Singapore dollar or Hong Kong dollar, because those are all shorts. But knowing if you have gold in, in, gold in Swiss franc, and that's got given you an excellent score from these harmonic scans, then you know that's where the that's where the capital flows going into is yes, gold is a long, but only or highest performing is in Swiss franc. So it's these sort of things that I look for, and 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 those are the stories that I look for. Because usually you get this people that'll just trade, you know, the the, the big six and forex. And usually there can be other pairs that will outperform <laughs> those big six pairs minus minus the spread cost right and 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 what i'm learning right now it's all about volume okay i will tell you if you want to make a boatload like let's say six thousand uh, dollars on friday um the reason that bitcoin's performing right now is because that's where the that's where the hot capital flow is going so I'm seeing that now, order by order by order, right, in Bitcoin.
But if I was to say, okay, if I went into a large spot exchange like in Europe, let's say, in in Euro doll in Euro, um, and I had access to the same type of data, and you start to see where those big big orders are coming in and they're moving up the price, you probably could make thousands of dollars without a doubt. Um, but you just got to know where the the volume is going. And right now, or at least on Friday. I probably could sit here and say, you know what, the volume of gold in each Swiss franc, you would have made a lot of money knowing that type of story. Or the same with uh, USD and Swedish or, or Norwegian, right? So if you analyze that every day, you see you see where the money's like the hot capital flow is going. And that's the hot capital flow, flow will give you the best performing anything globally, for sure, without a doubt. Because that's where most of the institutional money is going. That's where the pension flow is going. That's where a lot of the equivalent Black Rocks going or Vanguard. Because that's where the performance is. And it's a, it's a pure safe haven trade. And that's just on Friday. Today's a different story. Tomorrow will be a different story. You know what I mean? But that's the easiest way to trade, I find. And um, especially when you get more into the mainstream uh, outside of crypto, um, because I'm after hot, I'm after high performing. I'm not after, you know, buy and hold type of trading because buy and hold is okay. Um, you get like your 5%, your 10% for the return for the year. But I've had days in the last week where I haven't checked on the rate of return on the Bitcoin bot. But with this Binance bot, I'm getting rate of return of like, all last week at 11%, 10%, 9% in one day. That's the kind of return I'm after. And, and that's that's how you really, and that's without leverage as well, right? And it's, it's, it's I won't say it's a safe type of trading, but it's, it's more conservative type of trading without having to put in that, what you went through, the, the high leverage. Well, it's, it's conservative leverage to get your 500 to $5,000 type of return. Right, because what happens to now? You have your five thousand. What happened to the five thousand? You kind of lost it, right? Yeah, that's the problem. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. <clears throat> but all I'm saying is, as a newbie trader, um, the best type of trading is, as I said, just just understand what hot capital flow is all about and just get a really good pl a platform like like I said like a MotoWave is really good that does harmonic scans feed in the data from from a big big exchange like XM that gives you a cross variety of CFDs and pairs uh, forex pairs to look at and use the data to your advantage right and then the thing is don't trade with those brokers okay but go to a, a real McCoy kind of futures uh, broker, like in the States, there's a ton of them. Or go to Interactive Brokers that has a better reputation. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to say XM. I'm with Oanda. I don't trust Oanda. The data I don't, I can kind of trust, but not the trading. <laughs> but um, but if you if you got a couple of grand, uh, whatever the, the requirements are for, for, for uh, um Interactive brokers, because you, you have access to interactive brokers in Malaysia, right? I think you, I think you do. Yeah, out of Hong Kong, you do. 
Yeah. So I, that's what I, I mean, that's if you get serious, right? And, 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 What, no, 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 but you don't, well, you don't need, well, there's there's a way to get around that. Um, first of all, for, Forex and IB is fine. Like here in the States, I think it's 20000 you need to do Forex trading in IB. And that's fine if you have it. But if you want to get exposed to currency market, you can still do small trades in futures market that are equivalent, actually better than Forex trading. That like the what they class and just trade the forex, or sorry, the futures equivalent in interactive brokers. Now I can't sit. I not I cannot sit here and say what the margin requirements are. I can't tell you what the liquidity and volume is. I don't know yet, but that's something I'm definitely going to look at. And another option is, again, I don't know what your access is to the U.S. market is to play the ETFs because they're cheap and you don't need a lot of money to play ETFs. And there's a ton of ETF equivalent in interactive brokers that you would want with the Forex. You know, so if you wanted, let's say, uh, Thailand, the Thai bots performing for three days, and you know that, then you go out and you try to find the equivalent of an ETF that just focuses on the Thai bot or, or, or the Singapore dollar, right? Because that's that's probably a more legit way, a more accessible way to trade, and that's what I'm thinking of doing. Um, because, and just focus on the with the highest volume, but with the lowest fees in ETF. Because that's that's why ETF have, have blown up. Like you look at BlackRock, they're they're four trillion dollar asset manager for a reason because of the iShares. Because ETFs are super cheap. The pensions know it, the wealth management know that, and that's where most of their clientele capital goes are into the ETF product. Like I'm looking at a statement of somebody and, and I'd say 75% of their portfolio goes into ETF. And these are from wealth fund managers from like, we have five large banks in Canada. Okay. And these are well, these are large wealth, um, wealth fund managers, pri private wealth fund and, and most of their capital that they take from from their clients goes into ETF especially if it's a large player like a BlackRock or a Vanguard and I'm saying the same thing you, you you trade those you have access to those as well depending upon your capital uh, whatever your is in your account but if not there's going to be a competitor that will take you through through interactive brokers right so that's what I'm thinking of doing because it's legit. And as I said, what makes it legit is when you get the large pension fund guys and the wealth fund managers and the portfolio advisors. That's where they're, they put most of their clientele money are into these ETF products. And the thing is, if you do this in Malaysia, make sure that your account will be insured if something happens. Because if those, if those, if those portfolio ETFs suddenly blow up, the question is, will interactive brokers through your government insure you, right? Because if you are, then, then you have the safest investment. See, in Canada, well, I don't know. I know in Canada, uh, there there is some form of protection with, with stockbrokers. We have a, a, an insurance. Now, I, again, I don't know. Go ahead. 
Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, well, if, if, if you have, let's say you go to Singapore or Hong Kong, right, as a client from Malaysia, <coughs> you may, you may, you, yeah, but you may get protection being as a client in those governments. Because I do know, I do know with Dukas Copy in Switzerland, when times are getting tough, uh, if you were with Dukas Copy out of Switzerland uh, as a client, even as a foreigner, you, you, your account is still protected. Right. Yeah. 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 See, see, I don't know how it works, like even here in Canada or U.S., but theoretically, um, I, th I mean, you're, you're, let's say if, if you're ta telling me you have an ETF um, uh, provider like a BlackRock suddenly goes bankrupt, that's $4 trillion that vanishes. What's the likelihood of that? You know what I mean? Because because that, that's like saying uh, two or three of the largest banks in uh, – actually, it probably I'd even say the big five bank banks in the U.S. suddenly go bankrupt. I mean, I, I mean, if you go with a BlackRock, that's the largest asset manager in the world, you know? And that would be that would be huge if something happened. So to me, the likelihood of that is very low. So, um, and that's why I like ETS because because it's such a huge market. But if you were playing an XM, let's say the forex broker, <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you protected? Probably not. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, well, it's it's like Binance, right? If if you got let's say 100k in Binance and Binance disappears, your money's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not good. But it depends on your goal. Here here's the situation I I face right now. I have this bot here which I'll show you. This one here giving me this kind of performance. So at the end of it, I, I, I started launching this on Wednesday. So if if I had 16 grand, I would have made back $10,000, which is a return of over 62% since Wednesday. Okay, so let's say, let's, let's just say, okay, let's just say, let's just say this is real, but let's multiply everything by 10. So I make $100,000. Half of that goes to... Um, to commission fees for Kraken, okay? So, so, I'm, so that's a lot. So, as an American, oh, sorry, that's my uh, bot there. Um, what's happening is is that uh, the 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 uh, American Americans only have one exchange to trade in in Kraken. That's it for the futures. So here, uh, this 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 broke or this exchange is very high. In commission fees so I can not quite but I can shave the commission fees by by quite a bit because Kraken is 1.6 if I take that same bot same trading logic move it over to Binance I, I'm now only charged uh, 0.1 so here I track the commission fee as well 
Um, I'm just testing out this bot still. But here, um, <clears throat> you know, we're looking at it's nowhere as bad. So here, my PL would be $600, $600, but my commission fees a lot lower. It's only $83. So, so that that one move right there is important, right? Because the exchange can eat up a lot of profit. But where it gets worse, for me as a Canadian, not only do I have to pay out this 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 right here, this 5581, I and, and my PL is my profit since Wednesday, let's say, is ten thousand eight hundred dollars. Now that ten thousand eight hundred dollars in Canada. Um, our government, our tax authority, will want half of that. They will want half of that. So I'm losing already one-third of my potential profit. You net it out, and then you get this. Then the government wants another 50% on the capital gain of that. So I'm only making roughly one-third of that that goes into my at my pocket at the end of the year after tax. So, go ahead. Okay, you cannot avoid tax, okay? Like, like I'll give an example. Like, I have a device called Ledger. Ledger. It's a cold storage uh, device to create crypto and wallet chains. When I transfer from that wallet onto Kraken, they notify me in my profile that, that that money or that capital of crypto came from a ledger wallet. So now the government knows about it. So I cannot escape, I cannot escape any form of tax at all. They've got it all covered. Uh, all the access points to crypto, they've got it, okay? So the only way to avoid tax is literally moving, moving out of country and moving to a tax-friendly regime. Like Malaysia, I've checked Malaysia, and Malaysia seems better than a lot of countries. Um, my other option is I'm born in England, so I can move to Isle of Man or Guernsey or Jersey, which are um, dependencies and territories of the UK. They're small islands off the UK. They're, they're tax-friendly, and they don't have capital gains. So then, because there's no capital gain, I get this, the $10,000. I cannot avoid... I cannot avoid the commission out of the exchange. That, that's 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 given, right? But I can I can put this in my pocket 100%, and that's the only way to avoid the tax. <laughs> but what will happen is over time, as more and more people wake up to this, what will happen is as people start to realize I'm not making money in my bank account. I'm not making money if I have a job. Blah blah blah, and that's why they're going to start looking at crypto, right? So they've already started clamping down on crypto here in Canada, and they've clamped down on it hard. So for me, as a Canadian, the only way to escape it is to move. That's the only way. And the, and the thing is, with Binance, and I just put up a blog post about it yesterday, is about the poor, poor, I call them poor Americans, because first they have to pay this exorbitant high commission fee, and that's their only game in town for, for an American. On top of, you know, they now got to pay these crazy taxes, just like us in Canada, on the profit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And 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 what they're going to do is they're already talking about banning uh, crypto. 
I don't know if Ray. Ray I don't know if you heard Ray Dalio say that governments are start may start to uh, ban crypto, especially crypto, uh, Bitcoin. So more and more people are going to have to come to places like where you are in Malaysia, right? And I think Malaysia as a government sees that, right? And uh, I don't know if do you, do you know um, nomad nomad uh, nomad capitalist. Uh, it's a, it's a it's a YouTube channel called Nomad Nomad Capitalist. It's an American it's an American who left uh, the U.S. He's given up his citizenship. He's based a lot out of here. I'll show you. Um, he's based out of uh, he's based out of the uh, Kuala Lumpur. And uh, yeah, yeah, and he, he talks highly of uh, of Malaysia. Yeah, well, I'm gonna show you this guy. This guy's pretty good. His name's uh, Andrew Henderson, and uh, yeah, this guy here, no, nomad capitalist. So um, <clears throat> he 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 invested in a property in Malaysia, and he's and he's compared it to Singapore, Hong Kong. This is those cities are too expensive. But I, I just looked at, I just, I just, go ahead, go ahead. Yes, yeah, well, I consider it. Yeah, I consider it. But <laughs> the thing is, I'm concerned, you can, you, can, you can answer this for me. I just looked up the crime rate in Kuala Lumpur. It's like, again, I don't know what to trust what I read, but is Kuala Lumpur the dangerous city that some of these sites Say it is is it, is, it, is a crime is a crime rate okay so that says it right there so you're saying Kuala Lumpur is fairly safe oh you're in Penang Penang yeah I'm here okay and 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 you find that city fairly uh, safe okay. That's the sort of thing because you're you 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 live there. You're a local, so you know best, obviously. But um, yeah. So you, what you're saying is, if and that's five thousand U.S. dollar. Oh, so that, so five hundred thousand ringgit. It's about yeah, uh, no, so one hundred twenty-one thousand. <coughs> Yeah, because so when you get a PR, that's 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 permanent, like that. That's never taken away. Wow, and, and the thing is with um, tax rate, like, like what's what's the property? Like, two concerns I'd have is property tax and income tax. Like, what are we looking at? Do you? 
Okay. Yeah, that's what that's that's what the cap nomad capitalist said. And he 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 lives in in Kuala Lumpur. But I mean, I'm telling you, some of the property I saw in Kuala Lumpur for two million US, it's awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. Well, I don't have two million. Just let's be clear on that. But comparatively to other other um, like let's say Singapore equivalent profit would cost you about twenty five thirty million US. And in Sento uh, yeah, well, because of the pandemic. Do you guys have? Do you guys? Well, but what about um, uh, the thing is with pe <laughs> that's a lot of work, though. <laughs> I be I believe. Right. Yeah. But but how 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 is there any real lockdown in, in in Malaysia or where you live in Penang? And and what about the number of cases per day? Like we're we're up to about in Ontario. Go ahead. And what's the population of all the whole country? Like it's it's big, like sixty eighty million people. Yeah, so that's kind of in line with Canada. And did did Malaysia ever go into a lockdown like in April? Like like the in March. Yeah. Right, right. I think you can't avoid that, unfortunately. But um so I don't know about how you feel about Taiwan. I mean, I, I've researched Taiwan. Yeah. January. Yeah, well, I know in January they, 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 they knuckled under and got rid of it. But the thing is, is, is the thing is with Taiwan, I mean, for me, I love the look of Taiwan and, and, and Malaysia is the same. The thing is, is that uh, the overhang of uh, China you know, and how they're threatening to take back Taiwan militarily, and that's that's what I'd be concerned about. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know... Yeah, yeah. Well, well, when you look at when you look at what's happening to Hong Kong, though, I mean, it's it's like you go, maybe they are serious. You know what I mean? Like like with the controls that they put in. I mean, um, I do know. Like I've been I've been to Hong Kong I mean, a long time ago, but um, when it was under British rule, uh, I was there in ninety, and, and the British the British handed it back in ninety eight. Was it? And then the Chinese said that they prompt 97, right. And then um, they promised that they would leave Hong Kong 
50 years, look what they're, you know, like just 20 plus years later, what they've already done. They've taken away all the controls and liberty and all that. So it's like they're serious when they say things. It's like, and you go, well, okay, now what happens to Taiwan? <laughs> you know? So I don't know. I'm just saying, but, but, uh, Right, 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 right. Right, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. The the problem here, uh, well, Canada's a different story. U.S. is a different story. But with all this social justice crap going on, it's like, it, you know, if you if you have a conservative mindset or a political mindset as a conservative and you have a certain set of people in the street let's just say know that they're going to attack you so your whole uh, a political freedom it's not like you can go around and p talk to people about your political views and you're just conservative that's it and, and 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 people will attack you for it so because of that you feel that you're being persecuted for just having a more not like not a progressive mindset, right? And 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 that is where I, I it just boggles me that people say that U.S. or even Canada is quote unquote free. It's not because if somebody went around and, and walked around with a uh, um, a, a red hat that says "Make America Great Again," what do you think is going to happen to them? And, and 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 I'll tell you if that you did that in Japan. Anywhere in Asia, like Malaysia, Singapore, nobody's going to care. I, I bet you you could even do it in China, and nobody's going to care what 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 kind of hat you wear. You know what I mean? Now I do know in China, if you go against the government, that's a different story. But we're talking about the freest country in the world, and 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 and, and it's such a it's such charged times now where you cannot just go out and walk outside with. A hat that says that what that's not political that's not freedom that's not freedom to me or being attacked or or I've got a friend I got a friend in New York who's Jewish he feels scared because the black people will attack him because they feel he's a landlord it's it's absolutely crazy and that's not freedom to me and that's why I think a lot of people are wanting to get up plus the tax as well <clears throat> Yeah, and, and it's all over, all over. It's not so bad in Western Europe um, on that level. I don't know. I do know in England, Australia, Canada, U.S., it's bad. It's very, very bad. And um, you just don't feel comfortable to be able to be in a group of people and that will have, let's say, one half that supports, let's say, our dear leader Trudeau and then you talk well I'm the guy that likes this guy because he's the 
conservative and they'll attack you for it, right? I mean, it's that bad, right? So, you know, there's a lot of things I could say. But but the toxic... The ta well, I, I personally think that a lot of it is funded by China. Like the, the Communist Chinese Party. Yeah, because we have... In these states, they have something called the Ford Nation, right? The Ford Nation was under, um, I think, uh, the one of the charities that Henry Ford started, and they they're very progressive and liberal. So I I, I believe, and, and you look at who they donate to, uh, a lot of it's these social justice like Black Lives Matter and da 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 da, and um, a lot of that money is coming from China, and they're the ones that fund it. Yeah, they fund it. And now Ford, the Ford had the Ford chair, the Ford, they have all this capital coming in. Now they can start funneling all the money into these, these, these causes. And they're very wealthy. Like you don't, if anyone ever told you Black Lives Matter don't have money, they have a lot. Okay. And look at what they do. Oh yeah. And it's, it's pretty crazy. What, like if you look at Black Lives Matter and you go under that website and you look under donate, that that donate button will take you to a site called Act Blue, and Act Blue is the paying processor of all uh, charities uh, funded that fund the Democratic Party, the Democrat Party. So, so when you see Black Lives Matter and all the violence that comes with Black Lives Matter, that indirectly funds the Democrat Party. But don't don't. Don't, don't stop to think that the Republican Party is any better because they're not. They like to they, they, they like to they like to fund all the 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 oil and gas high polluting so they're not any better either. So you know you know there's no happy median, you know <laughs> and, and Canada's like that, UK's like that. I can't say anything about Australia because I don't know but um, I've, I don't know if you've seen the, the, the police state that uh, Melbourne's in right now. It's like if you go outside of this, what was the 5K radius? Now it's a 25K radius. You have to present papers that you're allowed to go outside of the air. It's, it's, it's maddening. Maddening what's going on in Melbourne. Yeah. But I don't know. Anyways, we go on and on about that. But, um, but uh, right now, I look at... People are looking at crypto as their way. I mean, U.S. dollars been dropping like crazy, right? And yeah, but but that's my whole point. Is I look at gold as well, and you think what's I don't know what the price of gold is right now, but if you were to look at the price of gold um, uh, to U.S. dollar, what's about eighteen, nineteen hundred dollars? And um, yeah, so it's eighteen ninety four. I remember back in March when the crisis was happening. I can't remember what the peak was. That was around twenty one hundred dollars, <throat> something like that. Twenty three hundred dollars. So my my theory is gold theoretically should be a lot higher than what it is right now, right? And I think a lot of it's suppressed by big trading desks. So it's not trading as freely as it should be. 
And um, that's part of the other problem because that's supposed to be, quote unquote, the safe haven trade. And with the return you're getting, it's like Forex. But yet, this is, this is the chart that usually I pull up that people go, um, uh, like just to show you the performance of crypto versus uh, other assets. So if I load up a chart of, let's say, um, was it a GSP for the five uh, S&P 500? So if I look up this right here, I don't know what just happened there. I'm really starting to despise Yahoo Finance here. Uh, S&P 500. There it is, GSP 500. Okay. So you want that index. Okay, so I go under... Um, chart here so what i can do now come on i can add in comparisons so i can i can compare so here here here's 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 that chart so uh let's say ooh, this blue right here dark blue that would be this guy right here okay Whoa. okay I'm not going to touch anything, but the dark blue is S&P 500. Okay, hopefully this will still retain what I want to show you. No. Oh, here we go. Okay. So right now you got these these currencies right here. This These two, uh, the one in yellow, that's Ethereum. Okay. This one in purple is Bitcoin. Okay. Everything else below that is either gold oil or the S&P 500 or the IS, IXIC, which I believe is like NASDAQ or one of the other. But the point is you can see the performance here of both crypto of, of Ethereum and, and Bitcoin. These, these are, these are, these, these are uh, since March, since, since the crash and what's recovered and what has not. So you can see here, yeah, like you look at you look at that in yellow, the Ethereum, that's $140, 140% return since March. Okay, or 160%. That that's Ethereum. And then the other one in blue, in blue or in purple there, this one 75.62, that's Bitcoin. Okay? So you see well, that's why I focus on crypto. You know what I mean? And to get to get these three right here, if it's GSP uh Forex or you you would have to put on a ton of leverage to get the same return you would get with uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum. That's why I only that's why I only focus on Bitcoin and Ethereum, nothing else. Because here's here's the thing. It's like you want to make money, you focus on those two. If you don't want to make money at a high risk, trade everything else. Because that's that's one of the big reasons why I trade those. And back in August, if I showed you some of the coins, like some of them were moving 500 times, 700 times. I mean, the returns in August with this new DeFi thing was incredibly powerful. And those coins uh, the, that are trading right now are these ones. All these are, are those same coins. They're not moving as much, but they're moving. But the big ones, like the big crypto coins, Ethereum and Bitcoin, they're moving like crazy, and, and they're way outperforming by look. In blue, that's uh, the GSP 
uh, that which is the S and P. So you you would have gotten a uh, looks like a thirty percent return, nineteen percent return versus one hundred sixty percent return, right? No, no, no. If I showed you like on trading view, just like like crypto overall, just Bitcoin. You just did a buy and hold on, on Bitcoin, okay? So if I did a, um, a buy and hold on, on Bitcoin, and I did, let's say, five year, it did go up to 20,000. But um, let's just see the performance here. So you can see this is since April, okay? That's the same return you're seeing. So it went from, let's say, 5,335 all the way up to where it's at now, around 16,300. Okay, that's since April. But if you look at, let's say, a five-year return, okay, yeah, it, it went from, you know, very low of 2,000 all the way up to, you know, close to 20,000. But here, you can see January of last year, but here, just a buy and hold since March, the crash of this year, at 5,300, you would be up, looks like over 300%. Just a buy and hold. No, no other asset, and that's that's just that is just Bitcoin, okay? And Ethereum's the other big one as well. But right right now, today, in the last let's say week, the one that's performing really well is uh, Bitcoin. So, but Ethereum overall for the year has done really really well as well. So here, March, you're looking at 120 to 480 dollars. And there's other coins that have done much better. Like these are just the big coins that are performing. So, you know, from my perspective, this is why I trade crypto. It's easy access, 24 hours a day. Um, and, and, and you're looking at a large exchange like, I mean, a lot of major banks are now moving into crypto now. Like they're offering their own version of a crypto exchange. So... I bet you a million bucks your local bank in Malaysia will start offering an exchange that you'll be able to buy Bitcoin through the bank and be protected by the bank. Like a, a lot of banks, huh? No, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that's a trend now. It's starting. That, that's a trend. Like a lot of banks are going to either pool together one exchange among the banks locally in one country. And I'm going to say, okay, all our clients now have access to this exchange to buy either Bitcoin, uh, Ethereum, or whatever else it performs, and you're safe. And, and that's what's being introduced into the markets now in Europe. Uh, I haven't seen it yet in North America, but definitely in Europe. So it's, it's the place to be to invest. And, and that's why I think banks are doing that because <clears throat> they, they recognize they can make a lot of the commissions through that. And that's probably going to be um, a new form of investment for a bank, for a, a customer of a bank, because you know banks are only paying 0.00001%, right? So now they can say, hey, well, we'll start a a, a, a Bitcoin exchange equivalent or a, a Ethereum a crypto exchange. Allow our customers no longer to have this amount of ringgit or, in my case, Canadian dollar but put that equivalent into their own exchange and hold it in Bitcoin. 
and voila, you're going to get a good, really good return. And that's what a lot of, uh, as I said, banks are starting to do. Yes. It'll be which? Yeah, they're 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 scared of it. They're trying to clamp down on it. Yeah. I think well the risk, yeah, if you like if you have an you you have an advantage being in Malaysia because I bet you the Malaysian government a lot of the Asian governments are not scared of crypto. They're actually embracing it because they're not threatened by it. And they're not threatened by it because they don't have the debts that the West has. Right? Because the West, the West, the only way the West is going to uh, um, be able to make any, has any form of revenues through tax. And as long as they have people uh, investing into crypto overseas, that's money now disappearing out of the country. So it becomes a threat for them. So, but I think if it's smart for a bank in Canada, oops, sorry. But if a bank uh, starts to build their own exchange local in the country, you know, that's now new income that the country has and they're now able to tax it. So I think there are a lot of banks are starting to adopt the idea of starting these crypto exchanges. Because people are able to invest into Bitcoin with this kind of performance, that's now income for those people, and that's now tax, right? But the thing is, when you're taxing, as I said, fifty percent, you know, <laughs> but they're still getting better performance than uh, holding a cash account in Canadian dollars. The Bitcoin's easily is easily outperforming any anything out there, anything. It's 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 the wildest thing, and and I think do, do you know um, Nur, Nuriel Rubini, Doctor Doom? You don't know this guy here. Okay, there was a famous out of Singapore. There was a famous um, uh, fight between one of the crypto exchanges, like the founders, and Doctor Doom. Okay, Doctor Doom always called Bitcoin, Ethereum. All these coins, shit coins. He goes, the shit coin, shit coin, shit coin. But now he he's just finally in the last week recognized that Bitcoin can be a value of store. Okay. So now you've got the worst guy, the worst critic of crypto is now coming around and, and adopting it. And it's the same thing with um, the CEO of um, J, is it JP Morgan. Um Diamond, Jamie Diamond, he said the same thing, that crypto was a waste. Within six months, his whole attitude changed towards crypto because he's starting to recognize it's becoming a legitimate, a legitimate asset, right? And look at PayPal, especially PayPal. They now have announced two weeks ago, and that's why Bitcoin seems to be moving because now PayPal say, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, we'll allow you to buy uh, in PayPal with Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin. So now if you have those currencies, you can hold them with PayPal, and now you can go from 3,000 merchants that would take uh, crypto, and now with PayPal, you've gone from 3,000 merchants to 23 million merchants. 
that will accept Bitcoin. That's that's how that's how prevalent Bitcoin has become in the last month, and especially with the debt and all these alternative assets. And and, and I'm not here to. Well, I guess I, I could sit here and say promote Bitcoin, but that's the performance right there on Yahoo Finance, <laughs> or it, you know, it, it's a no-brainer, right? And you're gonna you're gonna get times where you're gonna get other little coins like this cyan, this light blues is Monero, right? And then will outperform other. What's that? Yeah, it's a crypto coin, Monero. X XMR. There's over a thousand crypto coins. You know, XMR is one of them. But 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 that's that's why I'm saying though that uh, from my perspective, especially in the last I don't know couple of months, Bitcoin and Ethereum are taking off, and now with Joe Biden at the helm of the U.S., crypto is going to become more and more important um, because people are losing faith in the U.S. The U.S. dollar is dropping, and gold gold's not performing. Oil's not performing. The indices are somewhat performing. They're pretty well flat. And where else is there to go? Bitcoin or Ethereum. And as, go ahead. Oh, I don't know how high it'll go. I don't know how high it goes. I'm, I, I just read one high up Citibank executive said it'll go up to 31,000. I've read uh, on Bloomberg that they predict it could go up to a hundred thousand. I've read on same Bloomberg, uh, it'll go up to a million dollars. This is Bitcoin. I don't believe it'll go that high, but it'll definitely outperform. I won't say it will double, but it could go up maybe to twenty thousand sometime next year, and it may go up to twenty-five. But what these idiots forget is Bitcoin can drop back as well. And, and it doesn't always go up, but, 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 but here's the thing. As it goes up, you can make a ton of money. Okay. And I've just, I've just, I'm just seeing that now with this bot. I've just shown you this one right here. Okay. So in a week you would have gotten a 62% return in, in, in almost a week. Okay. 62%. So Bitcoin's on the move, but will Bitcoin come back down? Yeah, it'll come back down. But the thing is, next time it starts to move up or Ethereum starts to move up, you could probably get the same similar type of return when those coins start to move up. It doesn't have to always be Bitcoin moving up. That, that's the thing. And, and especially when you look at this chart, as an example, you see, you see Ethereum right here goes up in yellow. Okay. And then Bitcoin's not moving. And then all of a sudden Ethereum starts to kind of go flat or trade sideways. But you look at this coin in the cyan, the Monero, that's moving up. It's those kind of moves that you're looking for to get the, the to get the performance. So certain coins will move up for a particular reason, no different than what I mentioned before, where in the forex world or, or commodity world, every pair, every instrument has a story of something. And the reason this one moved up was because Ethereum's going sideways is not a lot of money to be made. Bitcoin was not yet performing, and this one was moving up because of one thing, because this coin, Monero or XMR, is a private coin. It's an anonymous coin. 
and and when the governments were talking about all these digital currencies for their ba central banks or or the debt blah 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 or political insecurity this coin was starting to move up because people started to see i want to put my money into a coin that nobody else can trace or track and that's what monero was and that's why it started to perform over this time so there's always these different stories that i can explain on why certain coins will move up right so i mean there's another coin i can show you here called yfi this this performance will blow your mind so there's this this new what they call a define a definance coin it was just launched in july august the return is absolutely mind-boggling comes in at four thousand goes up to forty eight thousand dollars it's gone up what that 12 times okay and that's over over mid-september right but guess what the same coins starting to move up now from eight thousand to twenty thousand you never heard of that coin but it's return it's the, the returns are crazy for that coin and there's derivative projects come off this coin as well this is a newer coin that just got launched back in i don't know sometime in the summer but this little coin goes into its decline and then all of a sudden it starts to move. And that's what I'm tracking right now with my Binance bot. Among other ones, like there's another one called Aave. That's doing the same thing. And these are what they call DeFi coins. Well, oh, doesn't you can't track it. Um, let me see another one. There's a one called Uniswap. I think you should be able to see that as well. <clears throat> so again, th these are returns that people don't know about. But yet, here's one that's gone from, let's say, 2 bucks to pretty close to $4, right? Almost doubling in, you know, that's just November 3rd to, to the 15th. It's doubled in price. And there's a 100 million stories I can show you of certain coins moving up. Um, you know, they double, triple, and that's money in the bank for you, especially if you're in a Binance. Because Binance, they... Binance is trading about, uh, if you go to CoinMarketCap, this should show you the daily volume on Binance, the exchange. You know, you're, you're looking at, um, you're, 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 you're uh, let me just see if I can find uh, exchanges right here. So if I was to show you the spot market for these exchanges, namely Binance and Huobi, they're all, one's out of China, the other one's, well, the servers are in Japan. Um, but these are the daily volume. Look at this. This is $300 billion being traded a day now on Bitcoin. Oh, sorry. That's the, that's the daily, that's the daily, that's the market cap. So you have $24 billion of Bitcoin being traded every day, right? Yeah, it's big. So that's not going anywhere. And what scares the central banks is nobody owns it. It's not, it's not centralized. And that's why you have organizations like the IMF totally threatened by it. They're scared of it. Because people are starting to go, I could put money in this and transact with it, use it as store of value once it stabilizes or something equivalent, like a stable coin like Tether. And, you know, you look at Tether, it's, uh, was it 17 billion? But look, at, look, but the volume was 40 billion a day. Look at, look at this. This is just a spot market for Binance. $11.3 billion traded per day. Okay. 
on Binance, okay? And then when you look at derivatives, which is the futures market, Binance is number one, it's seven billion. So you combine that, that's like 17, 18, 19 billion dollars traded per day on Binance. And the and, and, and it was in, in August where I'd sit here and go, oh, it's two billion or five billion a day. Now it's at 18 billion between those two markets, between the spot and the derivatives market. And they have this new thing called DEX, and that's decentralized. So um, that's to show you the growth of just one exchange, Binance. And it's growing like crazy. And um, since I've lacked, it's more than doubled since August, since I last looked at it. So it's incredible. Like, like, like this is why I, I really only look at, um, at, uh, excuse me, I'm only looking at Binance and crypto. Uh, I, you know, nothing wrong with mainstream stuff, but the performance is just not there. And is Binance safe from my research? Yeah, it's, it's, it's reported as one of the safest exchanges out there. Because this, this, this is the exchange that I, I use, Kraken, uh, for the U.S. market. And that's a small exchange. That's $465 million. And that's uh, in the spot, the derivatives. Um, see, here's Huobi. But this is, this, this is, you know, it's not even in the top 10, 20. Oh, there's Kraken right there. $160 billion traded on the futures market. For Kraken, and this is the only exchange out there that I know of that will accept um, U.S. I think this one will accept U.S. as well. But um, Kraken, I'm watching it, and that's what this bot's trading with right now. Uh, this one right here, uh, and it's doing well, really well, and and that's that's why I keep saying that's why I focus on. On crypto and nothing else because I think crypto Bitcoin and Ethereum will explode and, and it's showing already as as everything economically else melts down the only two places that institutions right now can really hide out in and actually get a return is in the crypto world and that's Ethereum and Bitcoin that's legitimate to them but there's other coins that are just doing a lot better <laughs> if they know about it so, I don't know. And, and I know Malaysia is one of the top countries that, I mean, there's a lot of countries uh, competing to get um, crypto businesses into their, their regions. And I know Malaysia is one of the most competitive out there. Because, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of, a lot of the crypto-friendly uh countries they they recognize this and um especially with binance because binance is so big now that they're you know 18 billion a day that's a lot and um countries are looking to help uh these like it's like a like the equivalent of silicon valley but in the crypto world to try to get countries or sorry try to get businesses into their countries and they have these these economic zones where they're like Silicon Valley, uh, tax-free, 
Um, they have them throughout the Middle East. They have them out, namely in um, Malaysia, um, Singapore. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, Thailand's getting in on it now. A lot of countries that want this, they see it, and they want the businesses and the investment to come into those countries. Because that brings jobs, you know. It brings in economic uh, activity into the country. And, um, you know, uh, I, 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 I do know, let me just see this here. Um, so if I go to Malaysia crypto, uh, crypto, uh, Malaysia crypto uh, business zone, I've never done this before, becomes the next country to approve see here uh, yeah so Malaysia becomes the next country to approve crypto ex exchange amid uh, amid the COVID-19 crisis so they're making it friendlier and easier for uh, companies that want to start up uh, not to have to go through the crazy regulation to start a let's say a crypto fund like a hedge fund but for crypto and then they're popping up everywhere um, where people can invest into um, into crypto funds as like no different than a hedge fund, and they have basket of, of coins that people put money into. So now they have to have the regulation and all that. So you get countries like this, Malaysia, Japan, and through like Malta is one of the leaders, Switzerland. They're all competing to get these kind of companies registered and and operating in their countries. Because it's, it's, they want to become the next Dubai, the next London, the next New York. And they're all clamoring for this. So they make it tax-friendly, easy to invest into, and, and easy to start up in. And the requirements are not as, as, as stringent. <clears throat> no, it's, it's not that. It's not that. What I'm saying is that I do know crypto is big. A lot of the smart, there's a lot of smart countries out there like Malaysia that see this. Yeah, that see this and go, we, we, we can now move into, um, like here, Securities Commission to operate a digital asset exchange. That's crypto. So now, I bet you if you looked it up on the regulation side for funds to come in and to trade off of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? To become the next, to become the next uh, New York Stock Exchange or the next uh, Nasdaq. Yeah, and this this is where the opportunities are, um, and I do know um, Asia overall is is bar, bar none the innovators in crypto, and probably has the highest volume is is in Asia. And that's why I have exchanges like, um, uh, what do you call, um, all these, like uh, Huobi, that's Chinese, Binance started in China, um, the they, they went after Binance, uh, so they moved to Hong Kong and Japan, now they're in Malta, um, but a lot, a lot. Yes. 
Yeah, that's Chinese. Same with this one. OKX is another one. This was another big one, but there's all, the problem with China, there's all these scandals coming out of China with, with crypto. <clears throat> but but the only one that, that, that's, that has not had any form of scandal is Binance. And that's why people are starting to go, I can put my money in Binance and not really <clears throat> worry about it. Well, I shouldn't say that, but so far, they're the cleanest exchange out there. And um, as I tell people, don't put your life savings into Binance. <laughs> but if you start with a couple of grand and it grows to 10000 or fifty grand, keep it in there because you only lost $2,000. <laughs> you know, you know, but um, other than that, that's the only thing I could be concerned about is, is it, like... That's another reason why I, I started with Kraken, right? Because I know Kraken in the U.S. it's highly, highly, very highly regulated, right? And I know I know the U.S. institutions know that. That's why they put money into Kraken, right? And it's just traded with uh, with um, Bitcoin and maybe a little bit of uh, Ethereum and maybe Litecoin a little bit, but most of it's Bitcoin right now. But from a protection point of view, yeah, just put your money into Kraken. You'll still get you'll still get the same performance if you're just okay to trade by uh, to trade Binance or sorry only to trade Bitcoin only. You'll get a lot of performance out of Kraken. So far, I had and and it doesn't matter if you're with Kraken or any of these other exchanges. Most like most likely you'll you'll have the same the same performance, and I think Kraken will grow. As institutions start to see, um, we'll start to see the uh, mainstream. Like another one that I do know, uh, this one, FTX, I think they take American, um, but I have to look into it. But so, so far, so far for now, I'm with the Kraken. I might move if they, if, if uh, FTX take uh, American and their fees are lower, I'll gladly move to FTX if they, if they take Americans. Because all these other ones don't take Americans at all. The only one out of this list so far that I know of is Kraken. Um, and then the other exchange is a spot. And the one that's somewhat exciting, but it's still the fees are too much, is is Coinbase. And but they're 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 just as expensive as Kraken. Um, so it's really no advantage if I go from Kraken to Coinbase. Um, because the real, the real, like for me, I have to be in a, in a derivatives or a futures market for the data. So that's why I'm in Kraken. Maybe just maybe this, this, uh, FTX may have what I need. And I'll, I guess I said, I'll gladly move over. Um, but still the place to be is this one, Binance, without a doubt. Huobi, I'd be very careful of. Uh, this one, I said the same thing a few months ago. And OKX had the same volume as Huobi and Binance. Those were the top three. They were neck and neck all the time. But this one has had a scandal with one of the owners out of China. And that's why the volume suddenly dropped off. And the same could be said with this one as well. Because they've they've charged the, one of the founders of BitMEX as well. That's why the, the volumes have dropped off. But, and I think one of the other reasons why Binance has taken off is because the volume of both BitMEX and OKX went to Binance. So Binance picked up a lot of that volume. That's why I think it's much bigger. Um, but in terms of American, it's either maybe FTX, but for sure a chunk of it's in Kraken.
So I don't know. But at the end of the day, I think the overall space in crypto is huge and, and the potential is massive and it, it'll, it'll continue to grow. And, and that's why I try to tell Forex guys or even even the, the stock trading guys, um, if you get to know the crypto, namely, obviously, Bitcoin. I mean, right now, the thing just start made a few trades while we've been talking. Let me just see the performance of it. Um, so right now, it's at uh, 11.67. So we'll be able to see what kind of profit it's added. And there you go. It's already added another 400 bucks since we started talking. Because it was 1100 now, it's at 1500 You know... <laughs> Well, for, for this one, again, I've been mentioning this bot is all theoretical. I want to make sure that's clear. So it's not real money. But what I do is I'm tracking the exact same data as, as if you're trading live. This set of returns is if you were to put in into a Kraken account, just one Bitcoin, six, let's say $15,000, $16,000. You would have got <coughs> that just today alone, just today alone, that, 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 that little account well, this bot would get you 1500 bucks. And the slow day was yesterday, which was 284. <clears throat> and I can, and I can, um, I can control once it hits a certain volume or a certain target, a profit target, I can stop it and just say, don't trade anymore. I'm happy with it because this thing went up to $1,100 yesterday. It was the, the PL. For yesterday was up to eleven, twelve hundred dollars by twelve p.m. my time, so twelve hours. But then, as Bitcoin continued trading through the day yesterday, it started to drop back from sixteen hundred to I don't know fifteen thousand and five hundred, let's say. So that eleven hundred dollars that it achieved, or whatever it was at the peak yesterday, started to drop back, and 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 I lost eight hundred bucks, roughly. So this this fifteen hundred dollars, I have a choice from a trading perspective. Either I can let it continue to trade, and maybe 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 just maybe just maybe, it may turn into that one trade where it was what was it thirty eight hundred or fifty eight hundred dollars on Friday. So it may turn into one of those days. Who knows, right? But but big but Bitcoin right now is literally, and I'm going to say this right now and since Wednesday has been literally a machine that prints money. Like right now, this thing prints money. Right now, you're looking at 17 trades. Sorry, eight, uh, 19 trades. Uh, oh, sorry, that's that's uh, this one right here. So it's traded 11 times, and it's it's 100% win ratio. Okay? So yesterday, uh, on, a, on a weekday, uh, sorry, on a not, not strong day, another way to say it, uh, I traded 13 times and made money 11 times. So the, the trading logic, the trading rules, I mean, you're looking at a 84.6 win ratio, okay? So if, if, if Bitcoin with a momentum as strong as it is today and going in over the next, let's say, week, two weeks, and it continues for the next few months, I start throwing leverage at this thing, this profit level starts to go up. By the magnitude of whatever the um, the margin I use, <clears throat> or whatever the leverage I use, um, so if it's ten times, I can expect to make, as I said, maybe fifteen thousand dollars in one day. 
all from one Bitcoin. That's that's the performance, and I and I only base that <clears throat> on uh, this performance right here. You know, getting an 80, 80 plus win ratio every day. And if I have that kind of win ratio, that tells me that the bots it it does work as long as there's momentum with Bitcoin. Then we're good to go, and then I could continue that. And as I said, with what I've been talking about with PayPal, that news with the uncertainty in the U.S. elections, with uh, with uh, what's going on in um, Joe Biden, that brings a lot of chaos and uncertainty into the global markets. And I do think with Kraken in the U.S., a lot of this trading, and globally as well with Bitcoin. That's why Bitcoin's starting to move. Like right now, if I look at the price of Bitcoin, as I said a few hours ago, it was around um, 16, how was it, uh, 16,300. So since I started this call at 10 a.m. in an hour and a half or an hour and a half plus, we can see the price of Bitcoin and how much it's moved up. So it's gone up $273 since I ta started talking to you. Okay, and out of that, out of that, um, since I started talking to you, I could roll this all the way back, and I was making um, eleven hundred bucks for the day. Um, but now it's gone up two, three hundred bucks from one trade. Um, Four hundred dollars has gone up just just an hour and a half talking with you. Um, and if you're going to be on tonight, I could probably say the same thing. I can't say with confidence, of course, but. Um, uh, it's it's it, right now it's like a, a machine a, a license to print money like literally, and if you add the the leverage as I said let's say just conservatively ten times, that four hundred bucks would have been four thousand dollars in an hour, because I don't know what the leverage is allowed on Kraken I could probably find out, um, but I do know certain exchanges allow one hundred fifty dollars, one hundred fifty time uh, leverage. So if I go into Kraken Futures, uh, leverage for, uh, let's say, Bitcoin. Uh, let's see here. Effective leverage. Um, maximum leverage. Okay, so it depends on your uh, level of how big your account is. Obviously, I'd be level one, the little, little guy. Um, there you go. 50 times that makes sense so I have to have an initial margin of 2% um, I'm not sure level ones for the little guys yeah so yeah that's the size so you 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 could go 10 times 20 times 30 times 50 times leverage with a winning bot like this with, with that kind of return dude you'd be owning a Ferrari by the end of the day <laughs> you know what I mean like, 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 there's no other asset right now that gives you that. And with this since the last week, since Wednesday, for me to sit here and offer confidence in it with an 80, 85, 90% win ratio, right now with confidence I can give that out there. But I do worry about, let's say, the performance of Ethereum. And I've got nothing to complain about Ethereum. But here's, here's the problem with Ethereum. It's the same trading rules between Ethereum and Bitcoin. They have the same opportunity to trade, but you can see here that the, uh, the the win ratio is not as good yesterday because it was so weak, only 16% win ratio. But today it's up at, uh, 
75%. So Ethereum's doing okay. And I would say that's pretty good still compared to other instruments out there. But right now, the hot one is definitely, is definitely, definitely Bitcoin. I mean, you, you got a return here of 60, 67% since Wednesday on one Bitcoin, giving you uh, one Bitcoin since Wednesday would give you $11,000 in returns. I mean, that's maddening. That's crazy. And that's a legitimate mainstream asset, Bitcoin. And it's moving like crazy. And as I said, it's gone up $400 since, since I've started talking to you. So when the thing moves, it moves. And when it doesn't move, I haven't seen a loss yet, but um, I do expect it, but I can kind of use this little bot, uh, the one in Binance, it doesn't, it loses maybe one or 2%. And that's okay because you can have a really good strong day where it may give you five, 10%. So when you net out, let's say the week, you still may be up three, four, 5%. And you might get that with S&P 500 over three months. You know what I mean? And that's on a, on a, on a, on a slow day with crypto. But right now, as I said, the real volume right now, it's all in it's all in Bitcoin, without a doubt. And it could change tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> but right now, that's the place to be. And I'm waiting it out for the next few days. And uh, if 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 it continues going the way it's going, I'm gonna I'm gonna be putting some big money not big money, but to me big money into it. And if it, if I can. Uh, get a quarter percent return over a week with that money. And then I could turn, let's say realistically, a uh, 50% return in two weeks. I'd be very happy, very happy. But right now it's given you in five, six days, 66.9% uh, return, right? But it could change, that, that could change. But I do think the momentum, it's just getting started right now with Bitcoin. Because with Bitcoin, when you look at uh, trading view, let's say, um, right here. So you can see here, the low point uh, is started um, here for buy and sell, 19, 4,052. And now it's already, like I said, 60. That's, that's almost four or five time return. And just buy and hold. I mean, even Warren Buffett, couldn't get that kind of return on his best day, right? So, I don't know. It, it, right now, and, and you see here that this the, the steepness in the curve is not as strong as, let's say, since October. I think a lot of that's due to the, the election, U.S. election uncertainty, and it will continue to go as, you know, have Joe Biden, Carmela Harris go on about socialism and all these programs while the U.S., and, and the coronavirus as well is driving up the value of Bitcoin because um, of that uncertainty. And as long as that bad news comes in, it's good for Bitcoin, the way it's looking. And a lot of this steepness, I believe, was started probably when the second wave hit with coronavirus. So there's nowhere else, there's nowhere else to invest. Because when I look at the charts, I put out a video um, on Friday. And I'm looking for where places, if you are a mainstream investor, just an investor, not a trader, an investor, where can you get some return? Not a lot of places. 
and it changes all the time. But here it's a little more consistent with Bitcoin. And uh, they're talking like Bitcoin going up 30,000, 100,000. And I'm seeing more and more of that. I don't believe it. But when you look at the steepness of that curve, it's very possible. Because um, if you look at the, uh, let's say, the five-year chart. Um, hang on here. So it's not clicking right. Let's see here. Because uh, if you compare the steepness of the curve when it rose back in uh, 2017, let's see if this will fix it. Yeah, it's not weird. But uh, I do believe if you looked at the chart for crypto uh, over five years, you'll probably see the same story. But um, it's possible that this, this key curve steepening will get steeper um, and move up. Because, as I said, there's nowhere else to go. Like, you know, you got some coins doing okay. Or, sorry, some assets doing okay. But you look at them, just the bottom three here, they're pretty well flat. But you get the nice move, move up moves of crypto and Ethereum. I think Ethereum will start to move as well. As I said, uh, the version 2 comes out first week of December. So Ethereum will start to move up as well. And all, all the other coins will move up as well. So, I don't know. There's a lot of people out there that don't want to make money when they see these. <laughs> but it's a, it, to me, it's a convincing story. So, I don't know. I could go on about it, but um, I don't want to take up much of your time. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, what I'm doing is I'm building out a, uh, a service for the analytics where I could send out live trading signals uh, to people. Um, if they want, they can sign up and get a Binance account or, or a Kraken account or any account they want. But the data comes in from the, the whatever exchange. So in my case, if you got a Kraken account, you'd be synced up with the signaling. And then you get you get the signal via email. And I've got a, a, uh, a version on my GitHub that allows you to um, receive the, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> receive the uh, trading signal uh, from, huh? Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly. So I have, go ahead. Yes, pretty well. Uh, so here, if you go to my GitHub, um, GitHub, uh, Quant Labs, in there I've got a, a, a script that I can set up for people that will um, enable to receive this trading signal, and then it will do the automated trading in their account from the signals. Um, so that... Yeah, yeah. Well, what what I'm gonna be doing is for people, because I've I've tried I've tried to launch this for people. A lot of people don't have the technical skills, so I'll do it for them. I mean, I'll have some some requirements that the person would have to get. Like, uh, let's say uh, it's very simple. You have it. I would probably recommend you get a dedicated computer for this. Uh, 
that has Python set up, which I can configure for people, load up this Python script that will receive the emails, and then um, you have the Binance secret tokens that you have to configure. Um, and then in the configuration of Binance, there's a, a checkbox that will enable you to make sure that money cannot be transferred out of your account. And that obviously I'd want you to set up so nobody can access it except you. Um, that's number one. And then after that, you would need to get the tokens all set up um, so that it, the signals can come in and then it'll start actively trading with, with what's sent out via um, the signaling. One other option I'm looking at as well, I've talked about this platform called MotoWave. Um, it's, it's a very good platform. It's, it's an amazing platform no matter what you trade. Um, it supports over 30 brokers. They support Binance. Um, they also support the Kraken and they support Kraken and Coinbase, which are the bigger um, crypto exchanges out there. And that will help Americans as well. But you could get, you could use Binance or Kraken or whatever you want. And then what you can do is I'm hoping to have a, a program or what they call a, uh, a strategy. It's like, so it's like a defined as a strategy in the world of MotoWave. And what it will do is it will get the same signal that I send out via email and it will trade within your Moto, it will trade within your MotoWave automatically and I'll do that 24 7 um, and it's just basically a not a black box but it but it's a box that you set up if it's a Python or MotoWave you can set up and it will receive the trading signals via email and then it will trade on based on those signals and it's based upon let's say with 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 Bitcoin it'll be based upon this type of performance and I would probably set up uh, a Kraken bot, like a Kraken exchange, and just focus only on Ethereum and Bitcoin. Because, as I said, I do believe Bitcoin will continue to perform well into next year. But I do think that the Ethereum will take off as well in a big way. Uh, because, as I said, because of the DeFi and uh, Ethereum 2. As I said, that starts in the first week of December. So... That's the that's that's the good thing. And the other thing right now, <clears throat> I'm working on improving this bot as well. So today, right now, it, I mean it's tiny, tiny PL, but if you allowed the bot to go from let's say a ten dollar minimum trade to let's say a hundred million, sorry, a hundred a dollar per trade, uh, you would just take the return just from today, you go from six dollars. 59 to $65.90, you know, just theoretical math, which would give you a 22% return. Um, but that one I'm still tweaking to, to really improve the profit. So between the two bots, it's I'm hoping to be able to um, give people profit every day. But again, I can't, I, no one can ever promise that, right? Because all the markets could tank at once and you're not going to profit. <laughs> But at the same time, I do want to put in insurance like stop losses that will not trade it. It only trades the best performing uh, coins at that time. So 
that's what I'm working on. But right now, right now, I'm seeing the benefit, obviously, of Bitcoin right now. Um, I think if Bitcoin does slow down, um, I think Ethereum will start to pick up over the next few months because I base that on this chart here, which I can show you. Um, here's my trading view. So if I was to load in Ethereum USD, okay, which is Ethereum, and I was looking, let's say, year to date, this is the best. Like right here, what I showed you on Yahoo, uh, right here, out of all the assets out there, Ethereum's number one, okay? 176% return. Whereas uh, right now, Bitcoin's starting to outperform Ethereum. But let's say... Bitcoin starts to pull back in terms of performance. I do think, I mean, you just look at the performance, look at the steepness of this curve right here on Ethereum. A lot of that has to do with um, the, the DeFi movement, uh, which is just the next, I, I guess you could call it, it's the next way of looking at money. <laughs> like, like, like there's so many things coming out of the DeFi movement. You can buy a house, part house. You can, there's all these coins for storing, uh, in Bitcoin or whatever, it's just it's in a, it, like the innovations in this DeFi thing, and a lot of it's built off of the Ethereum uh, blockchain, and that's why uh, Ethereum will move because of that. And with the new Ethereum two, that's adding new features. So that's that's new um, new uh, um, new new uh, features. Put into Ethereum, so new projects will come out with DeFi, and it just starts all over again, where everything starts to move again. Because as I said, um, like the one coin, couple of coins to look at, as I showed you, of um, where's my trading. So as I said, like we're talking about these little coins like YFI, you know, where they literally doubled, tripled uh, in a few weeks. So. I know about those, and I want to capture those moves as well. Um, like here, like this one, as I said, went from 5,600 all the way up to 48,000. So that's nearly a 10-time return <laughs> in like in a matter of a month, okay? So you will start to see new projects and new coins come out with that type of performance. And, and that's what I'm going to be looking for. And I think this little bot... This little bot should be able to pick them up with those kind of moves. And that's that's the real cream of the crop, those those type of coins. And there's a ton of them like that. So that's what I'm seeing between now with Bitcoin moving. First week of December will come out uh, with Ethereum 2, and then you'll start to see new coins come out. And they're going to be mind-blowing in terms of performance of 10-time, 5-time return. And that's that's what I that's what I see, and um, uh, this this is probably the best one that I can show anybody is this one the YFI. Nobody knows about this coin. It just came out of nowhere. Started at five thousand and went up to almost fifty grand, dude. In a weekend, it. I wish I could show you. I don't. I. I, I there was a photo <clears throat> on my um, Instagram where it it literally moved twenty thousand dollars overnight. It was unbelievable from a little coin that nobody knew about. And it just, it, it, like, it exploded in, in, like, between Friday, Sunday. 
it, like in an hour, it moved five thousand dollars. So if you had one coin, you would have made five grand in one hour. And I do expect these kind of coins to come out now once the new Ethereum two comes out. As I said, it's because of new features, new blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? So, um, so we just had another Bitcoin move uh, trade here. Let me just see how that did. Um, so right now, just as an example, we're at 1500 right now that it would have made. Okay, so now that one trade, some of these trades are like big moves. So, yeah, so now guess what? I just added another 400 bucks from 1500 to 1896. One trade, one Bitcoin. You see what I'm saying? And that's that's right now. That's as I'm talking to you. So if I had that live trading, I would just made now from thousand dollars to nine hundred bucks since I talked to you with one Bitcoin. And I mean, compare that to what uh, what's the market at right now, live with uh, the U.S. So if I go to finance, Yahoo, okay, um, like what, what what's the moves I'm getting? Okay, I'm I'm getting good for me since nine a.m. my time. 1%, 1.47. And people go, oh, that's great. I made a little bit of money. But again, you got one coin that has given you, uh, uh, well, I'll just do the math, about a 5% return in, in like three in three hours. In two hours. We started talking at 10, and it's already gone up 900 bucks from one Bitcoin. One, one Bitcoin. You know what I mean? Since I started talking to you. So, I'm, this to me this is not smoke and mirrors, right? This is this is actually real money being made as people talk. You know, I mean, the one day on Friday, uh, it was I believe fifty eight hundred dollars for the day, and it's this is this this may end up three four thousand dollars by the end of today, and that's again from one Bitcoin, and then coming soon will be the performance of. This guy, uh, Ethereum. So right now it's uh, was traded a little bit today, 75% win ratio. So as long as that holds and Bitcoin holds, you know, it, it don't lie. It, it's making money, a lot of money too. And comparatively to other coin or other instruments out there, again, looking at, which one was it? This guy right here. Here's your mainstream coin, your mainstream guys, the S&P, gold, oil. Um, maybe a Forex trade will be here at the bottom somewhere. But meanwhile, these guys are performing like that without leverage. And we just confirmed I can add on another 50-time leverage. So if, you, so if you start putting on that leverage on these winning bots, hopefully, crossing my fingers, um, this can do beyond well. Again, but that's temporary. Uh, might might come crashing tomorrow. Might come crashing next week. Who knows? We we don't know. But but right now, just 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 right now, since Wednesday, it's made 69 percent return. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know if you know Bob Pardo. He sent out an email about how his bots or his strategies are making like two three hundred percent over ten years. I'm like, well, dude, dude, like you got certain coins, certain assets out there that are giving you 69% in one week. You know, let this thing run 
over three weeks with this type of performance. It, it'll give you the same performance in three weeks that you would have with the stock market over 10 years. Just, just, just think about that. So, you know, and, and it's, it's fully, and, and like I said, the Dr. Dooms, Nuriel Nurbinis, they're recognizing it now. The CEO of, uh, was it Chase, are recognizing Bitcoin, and it's now becoming very legitimate. And as I said, right now, I think the IMF is very petrified of this thing, very petrified, because they can't control it, and nobody owns it. And that's why I think last week Ray Dalio said, you know, the governments may ban this thing, and there's a reason for it. <laughs> Be because if the Chinese that are funding the IMF cannot control this thing, um, you know, it's it's the it's 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 what the IMF wanted to do back in the '60s to have a a global currency that they could control and have rules for. Here you have the global currency. But no one owns it, so no one can set the rules. <laughs> and uh, I think this is one of the reasons why it's being driven up right now, because of things like that, among among many other reasons. But one of the big ones is exactly that, where people are scared. They don't know where to invest. Um, so they go, oh, there's this thing called Bitcoin. Let me see how that does. And boom, boom, boom. You know, and, and it's crazy. It's crazy. And... When I saw this, I was Mr. Pe I was the same with Python, and I was the same thing with crypto. I was Mr. Skeptic, large, and over the last two years, I started seeing it. I'm like, if you if you had 50 time leverage, you could you could own a Ferrari by the end of the day, by the end of the week, if you wanted. I mean, but that's the kind of crazy performance it's given you. And then and then come December, I believe, and I'll say with some confidence. You can expect that with Ethereum as well because you'll start to get the newer projects or some of the already established DeFi coins will start to move big as well. Like we just had a presentation from a guy who looked into buying houses with this one coin, like part like part houses, like you want to buy 5% of a home, right? Or And that totally changes how money operates, you know? Uh... Uh, I mean, some of the projects coming out with crypto and decentralized exchanges, it, it, it's like, it's absolutely crazy, the innovations. Like, they're putting stuff out there that people won't own, people won't, won't be able to control. And you think Bitcoin's the start? Yeah, Bitcoin's just the start. And there's going to be so much out there of things that will perform really well. But again, again, we, we have to established the hacking and the security as well um but uh there there is that risk there's no doubt but i do think you know when was the last time bitcoin's been hacked <laughs> you know the blockchain itself i don't know if you know this but the irs put out a oh no it was the um i think it was the department of homeland security and i'll show you it was an interesting article i talked about the 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 um what do you call it the monero the private coin so if you go into um there was a bounty put on uh two coins one from monero and uh the other one's called zcash so yeah it was the irs so 
Uh, let me just get a proper article here. So what's happened is the IRS, I don't like this. Okay, let me go to this article here. Um, there's a concern with the IRS, the tax authority for the U.S., are very petrified of these privacy coins, the Monero, the Zcash, and the, and the Dash because of tax evasion, among other things. So what they've done is they've, they've now gone out and they're putting a bounty on anyone that can crack the blockchain, the blockchain uh, algorithm um, because the yeah Department of Justice put this uh, bounty out for a quarter million dollars for anyone who can crack the, uh, the algorithms of these coins because they're so scared that people will put money into these things and the government won't be able to do anything about it, be able to access it. Um, and they're really, really petrified of it because I just read last week with the euros, the euro, um, how do they call it? The, uh, Euro, um, the European union are petrified of, uh, I'm sure, you know, telegram signal, all these, um, messaging services that have, uh, uh, they're the, the, that are, um, you cannot hack into. They're now talking about outlawing these, uh, these services because they can't, they cannot break into the communication of, of these, uh, of these telegrams and, uh, the other one, um, that I just mentioned signal. Um, so now they want to, just outright law, outright ban them, okay? Because because they can't crack into them and hack into them for security reasons. If you get two terrorists communicating with each other, and they're going to do the same thing with these coins as well, because they know tax authorities are, are going to try to figure out how to prevent these privacy coins from from being uh, traded, and uh, that's why you're getting a lot of these big government agencies petrified of these things and you know what you you can't stop them you won't because for instance if me and you you were a, a low-level programmer and i was a low-level programmer and we wanted to chat i could put in all the encryption and all that um and communicate with you and no one would be able to break it just just from a programming perspective we don't need to have a service that they would they wouldn't be able to break into them and and you can't stop that Right, so this is the the, the ages that we're upon, and, and crypto is a big part of that. And um, because of that, this is why Bitcoin's moving. And I think once whatever the governments do with Bitcoin or Ethereum, they have a new generation of coins to worry about, and it's these ones, these Monero, Zcash, and Dash. And that's also why, as I said earlier, right here. In this cyan, that's why you had the Monero move up because of that. And the governments can't control it and can't stop it. So I don't know. It's just it's a fascinating world we're going into. But uh, I think people would would wouldn't want to wake up and, and recognize the potential of these coins, especially with this kind of performance where you know it's already up to eighteen ninety six for today, just off of one Bitcoin. You know what I mean? So uh, it's like I'm I'm giving you, hey, give me sixteen thousand dollars right now, 
since I've been talking to you and I would have given you 400 bucks back by the time you get off that call. It's I like it's there, right? The reality's there. And again, that's why I focus only on crypto. Only, only right now crypto. And the only reason I would focus on the more mainstream stuff with interactive brokers is when all this stops. But yet, you know, Forex is still going to be traded. Oil, gold, the markets are all going to still operate. Even if big, and that's, that's it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just a backup uh, trading, trading uh, business that you want to have. So you can still trade. Like right now you got USD, Euro going down or was going down up until today. And what steps in? The Scandinavian currencies, the Swedish and the Norway. So there's always something there as a backup or the next step that will be able to be step in and be, be able to perform. So there you have it. And anyways, I could talk all night or all day, but, uh, um, but all I can say is keep your eyes out for, uh, for this. I just got a request for you. I, I enjoyed this conversation a lot. Is it possible I can turn this into a video and put it up on YouTube? Because I think people could get a lot of education out of it or with that. Yeah. You, you'd be okay with that. Okay. I'll put that up today then. And, um, because I think people watch this, it's like, it, it's taking the conversation and, and multiplying it into 10, 100 times because I got education out of it. Hopefully you got some education out of it. And now I can magnify it by a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is. And that's another reason why I'll – go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not here to push anything on you. But just, rec just recognize the power of uh, crypto – Yes, 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 yes. I think it is. Like, like, like. Since I started, it's now almost nine hundred bucks from one Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you can look it up. Uh, as I say, Google's your friend, and uh, there's many com countries um, competing for this. And uh, from what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing through the Nomad Capitalist guy. Uh, Malaysia out of all the countries probably going to be one of the global leaders because they're open, it's affordable, it's low crime, it still has a true capitalist spirit in the country, it's innovative, blah, blah, blah. A lot of good things going to be good for Malaysia. So, um, hey, hey, you're a local, man. And, and, and if you could see anything you could take advantage of here, do it and exploit it. I would definitely look into it. Because to start to start a uh, a crypto equivalent hedge fund, huge opportunity, yeah, huge, major. You know, so yeah. Anyways, I don't want to keep you up all night because I know it's probably what one o'clock your time, one fifteen. Yeah, yeah. But it was good. Yeah, it was great talking with you. I'll put up. Yeah, I'll I'll put up. Oh, yeah, oh, dude, dude, I got a lot of value out of it. And I'll put up this video later today. So I think it sounds like you're uh, watching what I'm doing. And, and then tonight in what's less than seven hours at 7 p.m. my time, I'll do that webinar as well. Okay, so maybe I might see you on. I don't know. But uh, either way, I enjoyed the conversation.
Okay, you have a good day, good night, and all that fun stuff. Okay, man. Yeah, same with you. Okay, man. Thank, thank you. Have a good one. Later. Bye.